The following is a Hoop Bowl presentation. T-minus two days till draft day, everybody, and Twitter might as well just be a Guatemalan some type of fight. It is going bananas out there. Uh, hello, everybody, and welcome to Toronto Hoop Ball Raptors podcast. I am joined here today by Ben Harrison. Yes, the NBA world is ablaze, that's for sure. Um, yeah, yeah, Ben Harrison here. Good to see you. Looking forward to a big day on Thursday. Pretty much, if you are a fan of heart, avoid that, especially if you have any major opinions about what your team should be doing, because someone is going to make you angry. Also, here with Kieran Smythe. What's going on, everybody? And uh, Kieran, do you want to tell the people how they can find you on the interwebs? For sure. On Instagram, you can find me at kdilla1981, and on Twitter, it's at k underscore dilla. Ben, same question. Yes, indeed. You can find me ranting about the upcoming draft at uh, at Benny and the Raps. Same thing on Twitter and Instagram. And you can follow me on Twitter at Brendan Hodgins. And also, if you're looking to see what we're saying on this podcast, you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Hoopball Raptors. That's at Hoopball Raptors. Uh, if you're looking for more tidbits on the draft coming up here and speculation and all that fun stuff and some betting props, please head over to hoop-ball.com. That's hoop-ball.com. And uh, yeah, it's got pretty much everything that you might want to need. So, guys. Yes. Yes. Whoa. A lot. A lot has happened, sort of, since we've uh, last talked here. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think the major thing is the NBA season's over. Yeah. It's come and gone. Kieran, I apologize. I know you were sort of going for uh, the Suns there. CCP3 yeah. get his. That's the way it goes. But, uh, yeah, the Bucks win in six, and uh, Giannis is the MVP. Do you want to uh, touch on that last yeah. game there a little bit, Kieran? Um, I mean, the the end of the series was, uh, I guess, exciting if you're the, the Bucks fan. They kind of did what, what we did to them in our playoff run where you give them the first two games and then just give them the double gentleman, gentleman sweep. Um, but, yeah, no, I mean, it was a good series. Giannis definitely earned it. You can't really, um, can't really take anything away from that guy. He stuck it with his team till they won it. Um, pulled his... his Three uh, his free throw shots together too really nicely, which was crazy. He just been struggling so much, and I don't know what he seventeen with. for nineteen, I think. Okay, yeah, I saw sixteen for seventeen. I think was the last I saw and heard when I was watching. But uh, you know that's great shooting. So um, yeah, man, hats off to him. Uh, I don't know anyone in recent history who's earned more. Maybe Curry. He's he did a lot with what what was you know built into the system. But uh, yeah, he's a this guy's a soldier, man. It's crazy. So good for him. I'm not, like I said, I wasn't too invested in Phoenix. It was just kind of, if I have to pick, I'll pick them. But, uh, yeah, good for good for Giannis. I liked it. It was a good series. I would like to see game seven, of course, because those are just exciting. Yeah. But, um, yeah, no, they, they didn't need it. Fair enough. Ben, uh, do you think that Giannis' performance, uh, you think he's already a Hall of Famer, or do he's got to do one or two more things? Oh, gosh, no. I mean, you already look at the resume. He's got the finals MVP. He's got two regular season MVPs, all NBA, and he's only, what, 26 years old? He's got defensive player uh, of the year as well, doesn't he? 
The f- you had defensive player of the year, yeah, no doubt. And I mean that uh, that game six there in the finals was just the ultimate coming out party, right? Like you yeah. knew it was his night when he was hitting those free throws because up to that point, you know, he'd just been bricking him in every series this postseason. But uh, so yeah, that was an all-time performance. That was one of the few games I watched start to finish. So that was just a lot of fun to watch him really. I don't know, ascend, uh, ascend with one of the all-time great performances there. I know we saw some stats. I think only Michael Jordan and um, maybe a couple other people had numbers like he did in the finals. But, um, so, yeah, won. really nice to see the Bucks. And i got to say, Wisconsin did pretty well showing up there. They gave uh, Toronto a run for their money with the way they uh, packed, uh, packed the crowd in outside the stadium. Did you see that? Yeah, wild. Um, it was in uh, Milwaukee, the, the Game 6. Yeah. Okay, Phoenix yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah. yeah, so that was uh, that was good. Yeah, yeah, that was the one thing we were robbed of in our championship, right? Mm-hmm. If Lowry had hit that final shot in Game Six. Uh, it really makes you wonder how much the the counting is starting They're to get to honest, then, because you know they, that's the one thing that didn't <laughs> happen in that Game Six, right? It was finally silent. You know, no one counting quickly to ten for him. So uh, I don't know. It seemed to have been working though. That's true, and like, um, and nobody else was helping him out that game. I can't remember the numbers, but um, uh, Drew and Chris Middleton were were pretty bad that night. And like, if Giannis goes, does his normal thing, and goes like nine for nineteen, they lose that game. Mm-hmm. So yeah, no, hundred yeah, percent. important, so. but. Uh, he was great. What I really loved, too, was uh, he made my dreams come true in that post-game uh, press conference when he was sitting there <laughs> holding the trophy. Yeah. And he um, he was throwing shade at all the super teams. You know, he talked mm-hmm. about it, how it was, you know, better to win it coming up like that, and he didn't have to go join a bunch of Hall of Famers to do it. And yeah, not saying anything. Though nobody seems but... to be listening. Yeah, nobody seems to be listening, though, because I'm already seeing, like, DeRozan's looking at one of the L.A. teams, Chris Paul, too, maybe. It's like, come on, guys. Like, <laughs> look how much better it is when you, when you grow it yourself. But... I saw um, I saw something saying Lowry and DeRozan both to the Lakers. Oh, we'll, we'll we'll get there. We'll get there, guys. We'll get there. We'll, <laughs> trade talks. There. We're there. Here we go. No, no, no. There's a couple other things before we get to that part of the the episode. So far, my favorite thing is that a guy goes out, puts up 50 points, and has a double double. And the most we've talked about is his free throws. So, <laughs> well, obviously it was a monster game, but that was just. <laughs> That was no, I know what the, the epitome. Really impressive that, that he could put those free throws in, guys. <laughs> this year, this series, yeah, for sure it was. I know. No, no, it's fair enough. It's just kind of funny. Yeah. Um, so uh, a couple other news and notes before we get into the meet here. Uh, well, Team USA loses to Team France in their first game. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah they've, and, uh, they've looked rough. You can tell, like... It's almost, well, I wouldn't say unfair because of the talent level that Team USA has available to them, but, like, they never play together, these guys, and you can really tell, mm-hmm. whereas Team France and Australia and all these other guys, they've been playing together for 8, 10, 12 years. It really shows on the court. The other thing, too, is the uh, the American guys are always looking for the fouls, and the refs just oh, don't yeah. care over there, right? <laughs> yeah, you really see the difference in uh, play style for sure. Didn't seem to bother Luca. Well, yeah. No. <laughs> well, that's it, too. Like, he's been doing this, you know, for... He started playing with that team when he was 16, I think. Yeah, but, since he was uh, a child. But it hasn't been a good run for Popovich, i got to say, as Team USA coach. I saw a lot of people kind of calling for his head on Twitter. But. And, I mean, uh, there's lots of time to turn it around, but... 
Yeah, team. You know, a few years ago, Team Canada and the hockey uh, when they won their first gold in X however many years that was. I think they lost to Sweden like five nothing in the first game or five two. I remember, and everybody was freaking out. Yeah. And you know, they ran the table after that. Um, I did see kind of an interesting quote from uh, you know, rest in peace, Kobe, because I guess he played in uh, Italy when he was younger. Okay. So he played with those rules, and he said it was really different the way that they uh, they trained you coming up. Mm-hmm. He's like, you never did scrimmages or anything like that. It was always just like, all right, you're working on this until you get it perfect, and then we move to the next thing. So he's mm-hmm. like, uh, my fundamentals were so much better because I did it that way as opposed to just like you know getting in against guys and doing one on one hero ball and stuff like that. Interesting. I guess they don't teach passing in Italy, but uh... no, apparently not. But. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, some other quick things to uh, take a look at. Uh, there was has been one trade, or one major trade anyway, mm. so far in the NBA. Uh, Valentunas uh, going over to the Pelicans, and the two uh, players coming back being Bledsoe and Adams, which are mostly just a salary dump there, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the big uh, thing was the Grizzlies moving up to pick ten from uh, seventeen, and they also their their second round pick they 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 swapped as well, so they got a little further ahead there. But uh, looking like they're looking for somebody at ten that they weren't going to be able to get at seventeen. Um, you know, we're not a Grizzlies podcast. So we don't really need to get into it, but it's the first move. And what I'm hearing is that Bledsoe is not going to be on the team for much longer either. So okay. Pelicans looking pretty active. Uh, the one thing that it does mean, and we'll get into this a little bit later, is now they have room to you know pursue a guy like Lowry or something like mm-hmm. that. So. Yeah, I saw a couple of posts about that too. And I like to keep then, track of um, yeah. like former Raptors and things, especially ones who had like you know generally are thought back of uh, fondly, you know. Everyone generally liked uh, JV. Didn't uh, the JV hive? Yeah, you know he didn't. He didn't end up being <laughs> what we needed, obviously. But uh, yeah, I know he had a good run with us, and he was a solid player. So it's fun to keep up a date on uh, like him, Powell too. Like you know, wherever Powell goes, I'm kind of kind of keep a bit more of an eye than than most places. So yeah, I like keeping track. And then uh, we'll get a couple yeah. of little quick uh, Raptors notes here. Or Ben, do you have anything to add there? Oh, not much. I heard it was uh, Josh Giddy, the guy that they're uh, that Memphis is trying to move up to. They think he's going to be available. He's at the 10. Australian kid. That's right. That's right. Yeah, sharpshooter and all that. But uh, we'll see how that goes for them. But um, I thought it was strange. I the, the only th- other thought was I thought it was pretty strange. New Orleans and and Kyle Lowry linked. Like uh, that's really not a fit that I ever thought about before. It's kind of um, you know they're a very young team. Over there, they've already got Lonzo Ball. I don't know, bringing in Lowry. I guess they want him to do the Chris Paul thing and like kind of elevate them, but we'll see. Odd fit, though, I think. Well, it, yeah, maybe for you know the Pelicans specifically, and I know people think that Lowry uh, wants to go to a, a big contender that's ready to win right now. But uh, if they say three years, ninety million or something, it's kind of hard to uh, yeah fair. turn down where he is, right? Do we think uh, Lowry? Yeah, and I think they're going to be one of the few know. with. That's- that's a lot. Which one, sir? I just I don't know if, if I can see Lowry getting a three year at his age and everything, three year thirty or ninety. That's uh, I've seen that but, you know floated out there, but you know I just I, can't, I, I, I think he needs to take a hit. I, I know what you're saying, uh, but like for someone like the Pelicans to get him, they're gonna have to do something. Like yeah, because yeah, there's yeah exactly he's going somewhere better than that, which yeah. I think is the reality yeah. of what's gonna happen. Like you said, it's weird, but. 
Uh, yeah, and, and if then, they uh, do, like if they were to bring back Lonzo Ball, well, that's going to be at least 20. Yeah, 20, so 20, it's Lowry 20, or Lonzo. So, yeah. Yeah, it's not that much of a gap, but I still think it's odd, you know. Like I said, we, you're supposed to build a team. Lonzo Ball's yeah. shown enough that he that he can keep improving and everything. I would stick with him if I was them, but I think that's yeah, up to David Griffin. And then um, a couple of quick notes just here on the Raptors before we start getting into all the rest of the trade rumors and what you know free agency stuff that's going to be coming up here before the draft and after the draft. Uh, the qualifying offer was given out to Gary Trent Jr. So unless uh, somebody goes out mm-hmm. there and offers him a bag of money, he's coming back as a Raptor. Mm-hmm. And then uh, the next uh, couple things. So there's a thing that you can do, I guess, as a team where if you have people that their contracts are coming up, um, as I think I think they have to be restricted free agents. Um, you could move back I, i'm not sure what you have to offer them but a, a couple of guys like rodney hood chris boucher and i think two other guys they were supposed to have their offers either today or or their rights uh released mm-hmm. but uh, the raptors negotiated to have that pushed back until early august which just means that in, if there is a deal that the raptors are trying to make but they got to send some salary back the other way they can use those guys contracts okay good, so it good. just gives them a little bit more uh you know leverage uh, a little oh. bit more uh, wiggle room. Yeah, that's huge. But I mean, having that expire right before the the draft, it's just a little yeah. more than inconvenient. So that's good. So the you know the Raptors looks like they're planning on doing something based on uh, you know all this you know in house uh, working of various different stuff for their cap. So yeah. we'll see how that all uh, turns out. I've been super tight lipped on it all though. Oh Tons yeah, of speculation, but no news. Well, that's the funny thing. Uh, there was someone posted out there. It's like, isn't it weird how, uh, like, they were being a little bit facetious here. It's like the team that you never hear anything from at all, all of a sudden has all these links mm-hmm. attached to them. <laughs> I wonder if that's on purpose or not. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, the Raptors looking like they're about to do something mm-hmm. anyways. Um, yeah. We've done some crazy but, stuff in the past, too, so I'm really... Like, the more I hear all these crazy things, the more I start, you know, getting flashbacks, which some, you know, panned out, and just some yeah. were just huge failures. So, um, it's, yeah, mixed emotions going into this thing, but hopefully we'll find something out tomorrow, or definitely going to find something out on Thursday. Oh, uh, one more funny little note. Uh, so, the Raptors made their annual, uh, at this point, it's like... Uh a rite of passage. Uh, they're qualifying after, uh, uh, offer to... Is DiColo, De- sorry, the... Uh, Okay. Nando. Nando, yep. They made their qualifying offer yeah. just in case he decides to come back. Excellent. Excellent. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> every year. Yeah, every year he gets he gets his qualifying offer just to make sure. <laughs> so uh, that's that's put out what there. What about that pays? <laughs> I have no idea, but it's just it, it always the, yeah. like the, it has to get mentioned in the news, right? So there everybody's like, Yeah, and this happened, I guess. Moving on. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, the only other news I saw pop up today, um, I don't know if you guys saw, the Board of Governors voted to keep that 7 through 10 play-in tournament for at least another year, which I'm not Oof. in love with, but uh, okay. they're going to stick with it. Didn't see that. Interesting. So our first probably full and normal season-ish back is going to still play in, okay? It's, uh, I don't know, how I, feel. I feel like if it's there long enough, I'll eventually, you know, warm up to it and just be like, yeah, that's the way it is, and appreciate what it does because i do think it's interesting at least you know you get those extra two people with a shot to get in and then there's that you get those um 
you don't really get it in the NBA with those sort of winner take all games where it's like you know one chance, and you can you thought you had a nice safe spot in eight. Yeah. Nope, you're out. So. Yeah, that's like the one cool part about it is like seeing you got like a one chance to like knock off a much better team. Yeah. You yeah. Know, like this sometimes year, sometimes it just happens, chance. right? Like Memphis. Yeah. yeah. But my only beef is like um, so often in the NBA that tenth seed is like thirty five and. 50 or whatever, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, well, especially not the a very competitive team. Yeah. yeah, so if they do advance in the play-in tournament, then they're just like, uh, they just get chewed up by, who, you know, in that first-round playoff series. But Yeah, fair enough. But I think that's sort of on, like, it's on that other team. Like, okay, this is, you got to beat this team. You should. They've only won, you know, however many yeah. games. They spent the last few weeks tanking or whatever. But, um, yeah, no, I could, I could see that. But I'm hoping that's, you know, the the exception, not the rule, where it's just, you know, typically they'll get yeah. taken care of like they should and then we'll go on with the normal playoffs, which just those, those you know, those some sometimes, especially, like you said, not so much in the West, a little more in the East, we'll see that where you get to be in ninth or 10th spot and maybe have a case, maybe you had an injury throughout the season, you know, anything like that, and you're just, you know, just uh, could make some interesting scenarios, but also the odd, hopefully odd, you know, crappy time where a team sneaks through and then just wastes the first round for somebody but we'll see um one more quick little note here uh raptors look like they're going to be adding earl watson to their coaching staff uh he's coming out of uh what from the suns uh he's ah uh, yes i remember that, yeah, yeah pretty highly respected in the league uh he's been uh, given a lot of praise for his work with devin booker mm-hmm. so uh you know just the kind of guy that usually works out in the um you know kind of the Raptors like to hire assistant coaches that are good with players. Yeah. That sort of uh, mentality. So, uh, yeah, no, it looks like a a good ad. So hopefully we'll see uh, how that goes along. Yeah, I believe they've got that uh, that staff filled out now. I think that's kind of the last position they had to fill. Yeah, and everything I've seen so far on the reports, I think it was Gleason was the other one that they had uh, hired in there. It was yeah. like all these guys are, you know, respected at, uh, in their previous positions. And know how we were saying how, you know, all those assistants left <laughs> recently yeah, yeah, yeah. and yeah. you're like well that's what happens when you have a good program it's like well the other thing that happens when you have a good program is you get back really good guys so yeah people want to come in here for sure for sure yeah, yeah we're pretty respected a few more players the if they wanted to come in here things, right so. <laughs> that's, that's all right well exactly let's it. get to that now i guess that's it's that time uh ben uh, i'll start with you here uh how do you feel about you saw that uh what the uh phillies apparently were asking for uh, simmons uh the sixers what they were asking from toronto yeah did you see that report no, I didn't. Oh my lord! We well, a, apparently they. Oh, Kieran, Kieran, do you have it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It was just a <laughs> joke. Um, I don't remember all the specifics, but it, the first one I saw, I got edited. But the first one was something like Lowry, Van Vliet, Ananobi, and a pick. <laughs> one of the picks. I and the fourth. And yeah. fourth pick, like for Ben Simmons. Four Simmons. <laughs> Are you kidding me? And then I saw another okay. one that had Lowry out of the equation. So it was, oops, maybe it was Ooh, Lowry. Okay. But even yeah, like oh, it's fine now. Are you kidding me? He's not. I wouldn't really give worth... one of those things. Yeah, for him. I was gonna say that he's not worth <laughs> any of that. Especially, you know, maybe at some point throughout the season, you might have made the case, but the, the playoff run they had, no, sorry, but no, he, his his stock is at an all time low right now, yeah. and he's gonna need another uh, season in the playoffs with good performance, I think, to shake that off, or that's just gonna be looming over him for the rest of his uh, his career, because that was he disappeared. Yeah. You know, he just disappeared. So, um, yeah, just, just, and I do get, 
like you're a GM, you got to throw out the most ridiculous stuff first <laughs> to see if someone's just going to hold, like, you know, grab a hold of it. Yeah. But it's been like a month of people talking about how Simmons stock is down. So, yeah. Yeah, and well, the opposing teams are doing the opposite to them, right? I saw Indiana yeah. offer them Malcolm Brogdon in like the twenty-second pick, which is you know, a pretty <laughs> low-ball offer. But I don't know. I'd say I do. Like if it was Lowry, because you know he's probably might be yeah, going yeah, there. Yeah, Lowry, Lowry, Lowry sure. sign and trade. Yeah. Well, I'd give I'd give Lowry in that fourth pick for Simmons. I'd do that for sure. Lowry in the but fourth not pick. not anybody else. Oh man, That's, I don't know. The fourth it's pick has too it, much potential it, for a guy that has sort of potential and maybe we can work with him but they think he might be have been shooting with the wrong hand this whole time so we're gonna just change his shooting <laughs> yeah, hand like true. oops wrong <laughs> hand you know i think he knows which hand he should be using it's the one i know I've, 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 <laughs> yeah that he is unique in that way with the ambidextrous like oh geez but um oh man and i just heard too i saw a report that like he can't even get together with philly on a off-season training program Everything I keep hearing is that he just surrounds himself with his own huge camp, you know, and uh, mm, the team yeah. doesn't have a lot of influence. So, yeah, he's definitely not one of our guys, but I'd just like to think we could, you know, get the most out of him. But I just think we could but, get more uh, for that. That's why it's like, why get why get hung up on Simmons if there's something else out there? Yeah, yeah, I suppose. But definitely, yeah, yeah I wouldn't include anything more than that, like mm-hmm. those crazy <laughs> that together was just like and it was funny because again you go first thing i do when i see that i'm like what do people have to say about this and then of course it's like just pure sarcasm and just the most ludicrous things ever so um, yeah i don't even know if i'd swap ananobi for simmons straight up i think ananobi's got just as much going for him yeah that's the kind of the thing right like he's you know in that close enough to be you know considered for sure not yeah ananobi plus the fourth overall pick. Adenobi shoots 40% from three. Mm-hmm. Like, and what are we doing here? And 90 from the line. 43s yeah. in his career. <laughs> yeah, like, you already, and his defense is just as good, if not better. So, mm-hmm. like, I don't see yeah. how Simmons is a better player. Yeah, it's a, that's a tough one. Yeah. So, um, yeah, exactly. I remember it was a cool idea when he came in the league. They were like, oh, he can do everything with both hands, but, like, uh, <laughs> starting to look like he can't He's do much. Jack of all trades, master of none. <laughs> Yeah, it's like we already yeah. asked Danny Johnson. Well, Do we so. really need to go get him? Oh, right. Geez, that's, <laughs> come on now. <laughs> that's rough. That's rough. Oh. I right, take it back. Uh, now another uh, yeah. another one that's been out there. Um, it is uh, Jared Allen uh, making yeah. an offer yeah. out for him. I love this one. Yeah, I love I'm this, down with that too. Uh, this idea. Um, I've seen, yeah, think, there's a whole uh, bunch of things with Cleveland. I've seen, you know, maybe we're trying to yeah. get the third pick, swap them for this or that. So um, I think they got a lot of stuff on the table that they're trying to throw at the board and see what sticks. Yeah, you yeah. got to think that's the negotiation, right? Because um, Cleveland's probably like bluffing Toronto, like, hey, we're going to take Mobley, even mm-hmm. if they're not really going to do Fair it. Enough. Yeah, you got to make it look like it for sure. Yeah. Yeah, so we're thinking either, okay, we'll swap you the picks and give you something extra, or we'll just take Jared Allen from you because he's still a great, great player. Um, so if they go either of those routes, I'd be thrilled. If we're able to, yeah. If they don't want just, you know, double up on a couple of big guys and do something there or trade them off elsewhere. But if we can make that work, either one of those avenues for sure mm-hmm. would be a, a quite an interesting look for our team next year and solve a huge problem that we had most of this last year so 
Yeah, uh, some people were saying, uh, like asking on Twitter, I saw a lot of it, is like, is the best possible um, outcome at the end of the draft here for the Raptors that they end up with Jared Allen and Suggs? Yeah, I saw that too. The one thing, the one thing I saw, like, so there's been, for everyone talking about Suggs, it seems like a real nice fit just because Kyle Lowry leaving and, mm-hmm. or, you know, potentially leaving and he fills that role pretty similar. But um, I was reading about today how there's been almost no pre-draft contact between the team and Jalen Suggs. Like, they haven't uh, gone to any workouts. There hasn't been any meetings. So for all the talk and everything, it doesn't seem on the surface like the Raptors are all that interested in Suggs. And we've seen also the uh, the trade talk about them swapping back with uh, Oklahoma, which would suggest maybe they're um, they're more in love with Scotty Barnes at six than uh, Suggs at four. If they're doing that though, is like do you like is there like shy involved with that? Like where you? Well, I don't know. That's the dream scenario. Ever since that shy um, Shea, uh, what it got Shea? reported that Shea, they're yeah. is it Shea, Shea or Shy? From- he goes by Shea. Yeah. Okay, Shea. It's a, it's a short Shea Gill just one. there. Yeah, so Shea it got reported that what they offered him and their first pick for the number one overall. So now everybody's like, well, he's available. Mm-hmm. And, of course, he's a Canadian superstar, so mm-hmm. everyone's thinking, let's bring him here. But I just don't see us as having the ammo to get that deal done. They're not trading him for the fourth pick alone, right? Yeah, there was some sort of, uh, like, I, I saw this somebody just, like, a random person on Twitter posted, like, this crazy deal that would involve... Like Detroit being involved in the trade, and it's like a three-way thing. Oh, Detroit ends up with all these. Well, no, they end up with all these picks because Oklahoma has all these picks. Mm-hmm. Oklahoma ends up with the number one pick, yeah. and we end up with Shea. Right. I just I can't see Detroit dumping out of that pick. It's just too risky. I mean, there's there's always talk every year about oh, maybe the number one's available. But uh, unlike in that movie Draft Day, I just don't see it happening. <laughs> Fair. <laughs> yeah, that's what's been fun about this one is just how, like, like that one is probably, and I think, yeah, you sent that uh, earlier today. Um, but that one was very extravagant. Like, that person, they did. Yeah, they thought deep. a lot about that. They dug deep for that one because, yeah, that was. Well, it's crazy. that damn website with the trade, uh, <laughs> you know, you put, it has all the contracts and everything, so you punch oh, in right, all the right, players okay. and it tells you if it's like CBA legal and everything. Hmm. Everybody loves that site. But, yeah, uh, I don't think I've tried that. Out. Yeah, so the way that I was thinking of it is like the best possible scenario for the Raptors would be if they ended up with Shea and Jared Allen. But. Sure, yeah, yeah. Oh, sure. You mean Suggs? No, no, Shea okay, and Jared no, Allen. Trade out, of, like, trade out of it. They trade out, Shea. somehow get Shea. You probably have to mortgage, like, the next, you know, two drafts to do it. But. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, no, that yeah, would be which, a monster uh, I'd be okay with that. Yeah. Well, because yeah, the thing is, Shea's still on his rookie that, contract, I think. I think he's only making, like, 5.5 or something like that. Right. It would be... Um, That's right. That, yeah, like, we're not too far from being in the conversation in the East. Um, a contender, I think we're still maybe a bit of ways away, but yeah, with, if we can add that without removing too much, that's quite the uh, addition. Lots Again, of Lowry talent. is probably out the door with that, uh, with doing that. Yeah, oh, then, for sure, like, which is fine. Uh, you open yourself up to so many different combinations of like all of a sudden you're you know you're tall again mm-hmm. as a team. Yeah. You're yeah, big, he's you're what, younger. Six, six at the point. Yeah, he's six That's six. More yeah. athletic. Oh man. A, yeah, that'd be yeah, a huge get. I just, uh, I just think too many other teams could could top our offers. I know. You know? Yeah. 
And I mean, how many are they really? Is Oklahoma really going to want like five more? Whatever, say we give them three, four more first round picks. Like, no, they were the giving future. away a bunch of their picks. Oh, I know. Yeah, that the, one, it would have to be a three team swap. It'd have to be a three. Like, they yeah. would have to be getting something back that they yeah. like. They just, yeah, they're insane though. Any anytime they have a talented player, yeah, let's just get rid of them. They must be going crazy in Oklahoma, the fans. Well, it's almost more like the guy just likes the, you know, he likes the chase in the game more than he actually likes, right. you know, the NBA season happening. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but how did it work out for, uh, what's his name, Sam Hinkie, the guy that started the process in Philly? He's, uh, I don't know what he's doing, but uh, he's not a GM in the NBA anymore, that's for sure. I love how they still talk about the process there, too. I'm like, what? That's, this end, like, four years ago? <laughs> yeah, it's a beads thing, trust the process, but... Um, but yeah, this really is a crazy year for like all the rumors and everything. Like I can't remember a draft that's so like kind of wild at the top. Like we've got multiple teams with with uh, multiple picks in the lottery, which you don't often get. So that's like a huge amount of trade ammunition. You've got two borderline contenders in Toronto and Golden State that are right at the top. Golden State's got two picks they can trade. They've got Wiseman, Wiggins sounds like. The, um, is available, so they can make a huge move. Toronto can make a huge move. Orlando's got two top ten picks, you know. And then beyond that, you got a handful of superstars now that look like they're available, right? Lillard, uh, Beals finally apparently on the board. We saw that. Simmons, Shea, Westbrook. So there's a lot going on. It could be a pretty wild, pretty wild week, and I think. You know, like you were saying, there's all that talk like DeRozan, CP3, even Lowry with DeRozan going down. The actual free so there's agents. always that yeah. stuff that you have to wrap your head around because you know someone's going to do something stupid. Yeah. And you're going to end up with a weird team somewhere. I wouldn't be too upset with uh, if DeRozan and Lowry were able to pair up again. I think that would be a fun story to, to follow. <laughs> yeah, but with the Lakers? Ah, whatever. That'd, that'd be still fun. I could actually almost yeah. cheer for that team. Maybe San Antonio will just bring back DeRozan and bring in Lowry. They love the old guys over there. <laughs> <laughs> no, they, they, they want to win, uh, Lowry. That's true, too. They're going to a contender, <laughs> yeah. They're getting out of San Antonio. <laughs> that, that dynasty is over. You think? Yeah. Yeah, yeah it certainly seems like This it. was, uh, I think, what, the think first they... below 500 season for Popovich. Oh, in like 15 years or something like that? Yeah. yeah. So, um, yeah, I think it's, you know, I mean, it's, it was kind of inevitable. He did amazing things there, but I think it's going to be a bit of a rebuild for a while. And that's fair. Like Especially you can't, in the West. There are teams that, like, you know, can span, like, 10, 15 years of at least being, you know, relevant mm-hmm. in, a, in any sport. Yeah. Uh, like the Braves in baseball for a long time, the Yankees, that sort of thing. But, like, at some point, the wheels just come off and you've, you've mortgaged everything you can mortgage. Yeah. Yeah, it just didn't you, something you messed didn't your hang cap out. up. You know, whatever. One guy you bet on, it didn't fall through, or one big injury where a star sits out for a whole season, you have to trade him for DeRozan. Anything. Well, it was happen. like, yeah, like Aldridge didn't quite work out the way they thought he was going to work out there. And that was honestly, that. it's probably Kawhi Leonard's fault. If you think about <laughs> it, like, yeah, he stays there and is, you know, who he is. Like that team would have been a dynasty still. You well, know, it's actually true. Yeah, they had the next guy. Yeah, yeah that was the guy. And somehow Kieran was going to figure out a way to get mad at Kawhi Leonard. <laughs> hey, just hey, he hasn't here. picked up his option yet, has he? He might. <laughs> no, he hasn't. Going. But they're they're thinking that that's inevitable, based on yeah. his injury. But uh, do you see? We uh, we all so saw the video of him yeah. taking shots in Japan there, though. <laughs> yeah. Oh, first yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, robot AI. Some sort of news or video, something important. 
<clears throat> and then it was just, yeah, what was that, an opening for the Olympics or something like that? Yeah, it was just like some fun thing that they had, yeah. 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 During for one of the games, just the, the robots taking shots from, you know, various different places. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, that's You could do the freaking 10 count on those robots, they took forever. Yeah. <laughs> Especially the half court one, yeah. Yeah, yeah, funny Olympics. We got our first gold today, go Canada. Saw that. Yeah, the swimming, is that what that was that? Sure, yeah, something. <laughs> but it was gold. <laughs> you can, you can, you can tell that we're really in, invested in this Olympics here, everybody. Uh, I would definitely have been paying a lot more attention if just the Canadian, Canadian basketball team had made it in. That would have made the whole yeah. thing a lot more interesting for me. But uh, I don't they have to next time. The Olympics they the have best to. Of times. Yeah. yeah, I catch the highlights afterwards. I went to the, uh, the Ottawa Blackjacks game, though, yesterday. It was oh, nice. Fun. Yeah. <laughs> they do, you know, the... Um, the NBA All-Star game, how they, when they finished a game, you add the 24 points or whatever to the, uh, yeah. the higher score, oh, yeah. your target score. They do that to end games in the CEBL. So um, when there's when it hits four minutes, I guess at the next stoppage, they add nine points, and that's the target score. You just play to nine, or play to that score, whoever gets there first. So it was good. We won. Nice. It's fun enough, yeah. 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 Cool. Might we'll go to the to... next one, August 4th. We'll have to get yeah, uh, that's the new Canadian Pro League, yeah. Yeah. Well, anyways, is there any more uh, rumors or, you know, uh, things you've seen in the NBA here that you'd like to touch on before we uh, call it a night? I think that's Not much, but we're almost, uh, uh, we're only, what, 36 hours away from the draft here? So this is when things start to happen. So we'll see what comes up. But uh, what are we going to be doing? A show uh, draft night Thursday evening, I believe? Yeah, we'll either be doing it then or Friday morning, depending because, you know... I feel like there might be some interesting news that comes out right after the draft, too. Exactly. Once things so. Happen, so it makes more sense to take it all in, let the night sort of calm down, and then maybe <laughs> see what... Twitter unfolded. will be doing enough work right. for us that we <laughs> don't even need to... <laughs> If That's you think true. it's bad now, everybody, wait until uh, wait until then. And the, my favorite tweets that I keep seeing are like, okay, something needs to happen so that Twitter can stop with all this speculation and creating yeah. these like bizarre trades, like a real trade needs to happen. So mm-hmm. people can just talk about that. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, like I said before, everybody, uh, yeah, avoid Twitter. If you don't want to get very upset right now, uh, and uh, we'll be getting at you as soon as we get a little bit more information. If there's any big trades that happen uh, in between now and then for the Raptors, maybe we'll do an emergency podcast mm-hmm. because the draft might not matter as much if uh, that Fair fourth enough. pick yeah, is gone. That's true. Right. Yeah, so uh, we'll we'll get into it if that is the case. Uh, we'll, of course, post if we're about to come out with one. It might not be very long, but we'll get into some details. Uh, other than yeah, that... Dame- the Dame Lillard emergency pod. That'd be nice. I hope. <laughs> that would be very, yeah. Beal, you, Jared Allen, you know, I'll take any of the guys uh, to have a nice long conversation about. Yeah. But uh, anyways, well, thank you, uh, Kieran, for joining me here today. Yes, sir. It's good times. Yep. Ben, thank you as well. Always a pleasure. Yes, indeed. We'll see you again in a couple of days couple days if anything happens possibly a couple of hours but it was really good talking to you guys everybody we hope you have a great night and enjoy your draft season we will be talking to you soon as always we love you b and have a great time out there everybody cheers this has been a hoop bowl presentation